two of the Donna and Steve extravaganza on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. You think this guy's nervous about trying to come up with the next hit? Paul Russell, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, that, what, that first wave rides really high. The dopamine is there. You're feeling good on top of the world. Yeah. But then the thought starts to creep in. And the How am I getting, what's my slump. What's my yep. second act going to be? That's right. I'm looking at Mark Ruffalo right now. All right. So he was the Hulk. Yeah. Yes, Donna. The Hulk is an Avenger? Yep. Yes. What does that mean? Donna. <laughs> okay. So um, there's an agency, S.H.I.E.L.D. They're out to protect everybody from the bad things out there. And they decide that the, the it's threat level midnight, hashtag the office, and they need to get superheroes to work together as a team. Oh. And so then they assemble this team of the Avengers. I see. I see. Thank you for explaining that to me. You didn't you have to do that. You should watch it today. Oh, Honestly, it's a good movie. It was written by Joss Whedon before his controversy. But it was, it's smartly written, it's funny, it seems self-aware, even though it's setting the table for what's to come. You got Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans, Mark Ruffalo, Samuel L. Jackson, Scarlett Johansson, Jeremy Renner, Chris Hemsworth, uh, Anthony Mackie. Is he in that one? Maybe he's not in that one. But you got a great cast. Okay, so you've got Iron Man, the Hulk, who is... Captain America. Mm-hmm. Captain America, played by... Chris, Chris Evans. Evans. And then you've got um, Scarlet plays who? Black Widow. Black Widow. Okay. That's okay if you don't know that one. I didn't know that one. I don't think there. If you were a fanboy or fangirl, you knew that one. If not, you were more introduced to that character as well as Hawkeye, played by Jeremy Renner. Did you read comic books? No. Nope. I only oh. got introduced to uh, all of these this superhero stuff only through the movies. Interesting. Yeah, a little bit with those early Batmans, then Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. I started falling more into it. and uh, But then what they did with Iron Man, Captain America, those standalone movies, it was like, ooh, this feels different than what we grew up with. This is, this is cool. They're huh. well done. All right. I believe you. I really like that first Captain America, too. But that's, that's a slower burn. The Avengers will get you jazzed. Plus, you want Ruffalo as Hulk, right, Donna? I guess I do. (laughs) Thank you. Bye-bye. Give me a beat! It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This This is the beat. So... We sampled Beyonce's two new songs that she released right after basically her Super Bowl commercial. Mike, Mike we both liked We that. both liked it. I've been yeah. listening to it a lot all really? yesterday no and way. this morning, and I still really, really like it. I really like the Texas Hold'em yeah, one. I do too. Which had like a real twangy kind of guitar in the background. Yep. Uh, yeah, I didn't like oh. it. Oh. Um, there was a website this morning that's just asking like is this just going to be a sample of it there's a difference between a country inspired right album yes. versus a i am putting this into the country category i want to be on the country music charts i want to do this as a full genre shift or is it you'll hear 
twangs of country in the background. Like con- country-inspired music. Right. That's what I'm seeing. For sure. Right. Do you think like, every, every track is going to be country-ish? Or will there be some that just sound more traditional Beyonce as we've come to know her music? Or will they all be country Oh, that's Ish. a great question. I don't know. I'm thinking this is like a uh, experimental thing that she's doing for fun. Experiment. Like, I would assume that it's all got some country influence. Maybe some blues. You know what I'm saying? We hear a lot of times where they take, you know, country music and then they pop it up and they take right. out the country guts of it and they make it a pop song and exactly. it goes up the charts. This feels like just the reverse of that. It's more of a hip hop, you know, hoppy song. They're just giving a little bit of country vibe. Yeah, they're adding it. like sure. a steel guitar, yeah. maybe a fiddle. I didn't mind. I thought it was good. Listen, and I'm I'm cool with the crossover stuff. I mean, I dig Florida Georgia line. I can get down with that, roll my windows, cruise. Is that what it's called? Sure. That's one of yeah. them, yeah. That's a jam right there. That's fun. It just felt like that Texas Hold'em song. I wanted it to be bigger, to go somewhere. It felt like it was staying in the intro portion Well, maybe of it. we didn't get, maybe we just got like a teaser nope, for it. It nope. was the full song. Can we listen to it again? Yeah, we can. Okay. Donna. What? Just for people who maybe didn't hear it. I love it. It makes me smile. And I don't disagree with you, Steve. Like, it feels like it should go somewhere else. It, that That's the song, though. That it's is, a ditty. Okay. Yeah, that's the whole song. I can't sing that one to my wife. Yeah, not because of the B word. Don't be a bitch. Get out here. Dance. <laughs> this feels like that's not going to be a good one for me to woo her to the dance floor with. <laughs> yeah, you might want to use an alternate word. Like? But I, I, I don't know. Which? <laughs> I don't think that's In some ways, even more offensive. You're right. But no, it, uh, it's got like a Shania vibe to it. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just... It's it's it's, it's not for fine. You. I'd it's give it fine. an F for fine. I don't that's, hate it. Okay. I'd just give it an F for fine. I'm just not going to drink the Beyonce lemonade there and say, oh, oh my I gosh. I love it. <laughs> oh, my God, that's funny. All right, well, we're talking country music. Dolly Parton was... Um, I don't know what... This is from, but some interview where she spoke out about L. King's drunken performance at the Opry. Mike, were you here for that? Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That was yeah, not, not great. Not a great. No, moment. I mean, she was even using the F word and her band members were trying to get her back on track. And she's just like, so here's Dolly talking about how we should forgive and forget. Elle is really a great artist. She's a great girl. And she's been going through a lot of hard things lately. And she just had a little too much to drink. So let's just forgive that and forget it and move on. Because she felt worse than anybody ever could. Aw, Dolly. Even though your sister called her a (laughs) B.O.L. Remember Dolly's sister was like, that is so disrespectful. You don't remember that? Steve? I don't remember that. Oh, yeah. I didn't Dolly's know that Dolly tweeted. had a sister. Oh, she's got like 15 <laughs> siblings. That's right, because I saw the coat of many colors. You got it, buddy, boo. Well, you don't hear from them often. I think her sister is a singer. I think. <sighs> Debbie. Debbie, Debbie Parton. Oh, really? <laughs> no, I don't know. I just made that up. 
if you couldn't get tickets for Dolly Parton, you'll enjoy Debbie Parton. You know, there, I think Johnny Cash, his brother, used to perform around here quite a bit. Jimmy? Could have been Jimmy Cash. That's cool. You can do that. Okay, bye. Um, hey, good for, oh. good for Dolly. You know, that's that's nice to hear someone say, let's forgive and forget that, you know? I mean, you want El King to own, take ownership of, of what's going on in her life. Right. And the hard things she's dealing with and move forward and grow and get better, not to just keep repeating the same behaviors. Right. But that was a nice message by Dolly. Can I just say one quick thing? Oh, sure, Steve. Say whatever you want. Earlier, we were talking about the ratings for the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, you know, it was, in fact, the highest rated Super Bowl of all time. But just about one more little bow on that. Okay. With an average of 123.4 million viewers for that sustained four-hour broadcast, because we went into overtime, Donna, the 123 million mm-hmm. makes it the highest number of people watching the same broadcast in the history of television. Wow. No, Never before. Wow. Have as many people sat around and watched the same thing. And you know what I would say about that is that's actually a watered-down number. And the reason that it's a watered-down number, and that represents a larger audience, is because a lot of people were watching it with other people on the same TV. Oh, good point. Yes. And so if everyone was just in their own home, that number is probably 175 million. You're right. You know? Great point, Steve. Thanks, Donna. Thank That's the you. most complimentary you've been about a point I've made in a long time. With that, we'll go to break. Yes, but I have a question. Okay. Did you know about this new trend in baby showers? That uh, Maybe it's also a trend in bridal showers. I don't know. Not opening gifts? Hmm? What's up with that? And how do you feel about it? You could give us a, send us an email. Donna and Steve show at mytalk1071.com or give us a call 651-641-1071. We'll talk about that up next. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Is this thing on? (laughs) Happy World Radio Day, everybody, and thank you for the emails. Have we gotten emails? We have. Now, we specifically asked people to celebrate World Radio Day if they would send in their compliments to us. We're needy. You guys already know this about us. Right. And so, care to read any, Donna? Uh, Shauna said, appreciate you guys on the radio to get me through work. I also wanted to let you know I got the promotion. Oh, sweet. Yay, Shana. Nice. Woo. That's great. Uh, let's see. Who else? Uh, yeah. Uh, 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 
Oh, really? uh, yeah, that's about it. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Um. Anyway, that's not why you called. Um. So I got a couple of baby showers to go to. Okay. Mm-hmm. Family stuff. And I'll spare you the details, but my sister says, "Oh yeah, don't. We're not wrapping the presents." I said, what do you mean we're not wrapping the presents? What is that? I don't know what that means. She's like, oh, no, I think they're just going to be put in cellophane and put on a display table. I go, so what I, What does that mean? And she's like, there's not going to be any opening of gifts. And I said, well, why am I buying a plane ticket to fly out there to come to a shower where the point is to shower the person with baby gifts she's like no it's just people don't don't do it anymore i'm like well i lost my memo (laughs) (laughs) do is this a thing yes it's like a new trend in showers what are they doing that's a i I think that that is sort of a, a highlight for a lot of people because then when you give it you say oh so here's the um the bottle warmer and when Patrick and I first used it, when we brought Dante home, it was Dante. like amazing. It was just a real lifesaver. Yeah, this isn't, you don't do it anymore. Tradition would have you open all the gifts in front of guests, but things have changed and it's more common not to open gifts than it is to open gifts. Some people hate watching people open presents. Some people don't like opening presents in front of people. And I am one of those people. So I jibe with that. But still, for this, this is not like, oh, I thought you might like this sweater. This is stuff for the baby. You're checking boxes. You're saving money. What are they spending all the time eating those chocolate bars out of diapers? That's got to (laughs) go. Playing games. Yeah, I guess you're supposed to put on the invite, which it didn't say on either of the shower invites that I got. Um, You're supposed to say something like, we can't wait to see you and gifts aren't necessary. But any gifts will be opened the next day, like Hmm. in private. Interesting. Um, We do have a phone call. What is the name of this caller? Colleen. Hi, Colleen. Welcome to the Don and Steve Experience. How are you? Oh, my gosh. Hello. I'm good. Wonderful. We're so glad that you called. We're talking about this new trend in baby showers of not opening those gifts at the shower. What do you know about this? Yes, this is a recent thing that I have also encountered Well, specifically, this was a bridal shower. The bride doesn't really like being the center of attention, so she didn't want to open her gifts in front of everyone. So that was kind of the impetus, but it also sounded like this is a new trend. So she kind of used that as an excuse to not open gifts in front of everyone. Okay. Now, did you feel you went to the shower, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Did you feel that you still had the shower experience that you were hoping for or expecting as a guest, or did you feel sort of shortchanged? Oh, no. There was a lot of people there. It would have taken a long time to get through all the gifts. So it was nice to hang out, talk to people. We played, you know, some of the typical shower games, that kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you for calling in. You're my best friend. All right, Steve. Easy there. Uh, Teresa says, "Isn't, isn't that the point? Of a shower to give gifts? It's a total gift grab, and if you aren't opening them at the shower, I'm taking my gift back and returning it. Donna, sounds like you found your girl. I know, right? Uh, Gina said, let's stop having baby and bridal showers. 
exclamation point. Uh, let's see what Jeannie has to say. Hi, Jeannie. Welcome to the Don and Steve experience. What do you think about this new shower trend? Well, I go to tons of showers. I've been to probably five in the last six months. Um, oh, I've wow. got family, my daughter's friends. I've never heard of this. Um, every shower, the, the new thing they're doing is a no, you don't do cards. You do a book yes. for the baby. So instead of, but um, I have every shower I have been to bridal baby shower. Um, every gift has been opened okay. there, but another trend that's going on. This is new to me in the last two years diaper raffles yes we've got a, yeah my both of the ones i'm going to are doing and what like is that. a diaper raffle it's when you're um like my daughter and her boyfriend are going to a bar for her friend who's having a baby in march and you bring in a bag of diapers and they give you it's like a meat raffle they give you a ticket <laughs> and you're at a bar so you have a possibility of winning a prize oh um and that's in the last baby shower I was at we had to bring diapers for a diaper raffle they combined it along with the with the presents but I do know these showers I've been going to there's been up to 40 people invited to some of them so it does take a very long time to open the gifts and it is a good three-hour commitment yeah okay good point point. thank you for the call we appreciate you calling in that uh that book trend is sort of new too Don have you ever done something like that where you buy a baby (laughs) book for somebody instead of a card are you asking me this because of the story I told you yesterday? <laughs> I'm just asking for the sake of the conversation. I bought a bunch of books, <sighs> not yesterday, but the day before, and I'm like all excited. And one is about llamas, and you know it's I love llamas. Llama Llama, right? It's called Llama Llama. Yeah, yeah, of course. Or is it actually called Yama Yama? Huh? I open it up. The whole thing is in Spanish. Donna Valentine, ladies and gentlemen. After I peeled... The barcode and the price tag off of the book. So you got it on clearance? Uh, no. I, got, well, I was discounted, but I wouldn't call it clearance, Clarence. Anyway, it's in Spanish, and now I'm looking for a Spanish baby to give this book. <laughs> <laughs> looking around for one. Oh, boy. Hey, friends, what's up? Stevie Boy for my buddies at the Canopy Group. All right, think back to last weekend. Did you feel inundated with countless home and auto insurance ads? Did you really listen to the ads? Like, what are they trying to tell you? They're on your side. I should hope so. They've seen a few things. All right, that feels a little bit obvious. How about this one? Are you in good hands? What's going on here? Or the double check. What are we checking? Exactly. Are we checking their work? Are we checking our work? What does any of this do for you? Uh, I got a newsflash. It doesn't do anything for you, friends. They are all one company with one agent. No options. Here's something different for you. Call the Canopy Group. Their message is clear. You get 16 companies, 50 professionals. So as your home and auto insurance needs change, the Canopy Group will help you find another insurance company to meet your individual needs. No fancy ads, just the simple promise of providing you the best insurance coverage at the best price. Price. It's time for you to get options and better coverage. Both happen at thecanopygroup.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. All right. Welcome back. Thank you for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment and time to play a little game. Time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, the Big Zamboni. I want to see how smart you are. Find out how smart the two of you are. College of Pop Culture Knowledge today. And uh, again, sponsored by uh, 191 Virtual Academy. You can uh, Google 191 Virtual Academy to learn more about uh, supporting your child's passion and purpose. Today, we are going to uh, shout out uh, one of uh, our favorite emailers recently <laughs> uh, with the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Uh, this one, I believe his name was Ryan, and you two quasi-celebrities. We'll talk about Madonna today. Oh! oh. Is this Ryan? Oh, yes. <laughs> Stop. Is... No, Ryan. we don't actually have the caller. No, oh, no, no, no. no. Okay. I'm thought, just saying Ryan this is a shout-out to him because, well, you know he doesn't listen during this. He was, yeah, he declared he would never listen again. Wouldn't know. But, of course, Madonna. offended the queen. Yes, Madonna <laughs> is in town tonight. The queen is in yes. town tonight. And today, the College of Pop Culture Knowledge is going to be all about Madonna. Great. Now we do have our buddy Alan to play along with us today. Hey, Alan, are you going to see Madonna? No, I'm not. Cool. (laughs) Good story. You a big fan of uh, Madonna, (laughs) Alan? I like Madonna. I'm just not that much of a fan. Well, and like, I'm not going to say anything negative. Music, not artists. Hey, I read your poem the other night, Alan. Did you know? Did you like it? Yeah, it was great. An introspective poem he wrote on uh, on Instagram, Donna. I follow all of our listeners on Instagram. Oh, well, look at you. Yeah, so I may not return Donna. emails that often, but I follow online. Okay, we're all doing our part. What are you mumbling back there, Alan? <laughs> Just mumbling that Donna doesn't follow me. Yeah. I'll follow you. I will. I'll, I'll look for you. What's your handle, baby? Technically, <laughs> I am an animal. Humans are animals. So okay, you right. Ask Steve, he knows. All right, I'll ask Steve. Okay. From one mammal to another, I'm very excited to follow you. Donna, (laughs) stop saying stuff. (laughs) From one mammal to another. Oh, Lord. Okay. All right, Alan, who do you want to play with? I don't know. I feel like I was just insulted. I was just going to pick you, Donna. Oh, wait. No, I didn't insult you. Have you followed me yet? Oh, jeez, I got to do it right now? Don't, no, you, Alan, this will take her about nine <laughs> minutes, I promise you. You know how long it takes to wait for Madonna to take the stage? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, the, that's the time commitment you're looking Madonna, at here. Madonna needs to find something in her bag, probably. Yeah, that's right. All, All right, right, Donna, Alan. Donna, you know what? Why don't you, it sounds like Alan's going to go with me. All Why right. don't you see if you can follow him before you come back? All right. This will be a challenge. All right, right. right, there she goes. You're going on hold. We're playing the College of Pop Culture Knowledge today. Again, the theme, uh, Madonna's here uh, tonight. We're going to be chatting about Madonna here. Steve, how do you feel about... you know, Throwback Thursday Music Trivia last week, we played a bunch of Madonna songs, and I was like, oh, I like that one, I like that one, oh, that's a banger. I feel so-so. Okay. 
Well, let's see how it goes. Uh, again, Alan, you're on hold. If you're going to need to help Steve with anything, we'll come back to you here in just a second. But let's get it started with this one here. Her self-debuted, or excuse me, her debut self-titled album peaked at number eight. But her sophomore album was her first of nine number ones. What was the name of that second album? All right, it wasn't self-titled. I feel like it was either Like a Virgin or Like a Prayer. I'm going to say Like a Virgin. Madonna starred in this 1990 movie alongside Warren Beatty and Al Pacino based on a 1930s comic. Dick Tracy? Her starring film debut came in this 1985 movie opposite Rosanna Arquette. Okay, crap. Alan, you need to know this stuff. Um, 10 seconds. 1985 opposite Rosanna Arquette. Yep, it was her film debut. Her starring film debut. Um, the Rosanna Chronicles. All right, Alan, you heard how Steve did there. He went with uh, Like a Virgin for that first one, Dick Tracy for the second one, and the Rosanna Chronicles for the third one. Would you like to uh, change anything or have anything repeated? The last one, I want to change to Like a Prayer. You want to change the last one to Like a Prayer? Yes. Okay. Sounds good. Anything else? You good to go? Nope. Okay, sounds good. We'll put you back on hold. And we are going to bring Donna back in here. Donna. If she looks back up at me. Donna. Donna. She's, she's trying to At some to point, see, Mike and Donna are separated by a, um, a glass wall. And Mike might have to do the thing where he goes full ape on that glass. Like he's at the zoo to try to get her attention. All right, he's doing it right now. Oh, and it just really, really got her attention. Just she's like that. I'm trying to follow Alan. I'm trying I to follow Alan. Yeah. Did you get it? it uh, are you a professional napper and part-time overthinker? Oh, that's totally me. All right, and follow you. Hey, Donna, nice. If, it, if anybody else wants Donna to follow them, just DM her. She'll do it. All right, you ready to do this? Sure. Donna? All right, sure, sounds let's good. Do it. How'd you let's guys play. do first? Steve, how do you feel? We like did doing? maybe one out of maybe zero out of three, maybe one out of three, maybe two out of three. For sure, not three out of three. Really? Okay. Okay. All right, let's give it a whirl again. Madonna's in town tonight. We're going to be chatting about her uh, today for the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Uh, Are you ready, Donna? Sure. All right. Her debut self-titled album peaked at number eight, but her sophomore album was her first of nine number one hits. What was that second album titled? Um, Blonde Ambition. Madonna starred in this 1990 movie alongside Warren Beatty and Al Pacino based on a 1930s comic. Desperately Seeking Susan. Her starring film debut came in this 1985 movie opposite Rosanna Arquette. That is Desperately Seeking Susan. Uh, the uh, second one my, is Dick Tracy. Anything else you like repeated? No. Okay. Ten seconds. Or Change one of them anyway, Donna. No, I don't want to. The first one might be wrong, but I don't care. Change the second one. I don't want to. But I don't care. <laughs> All right, let's run through these answers here. We will start with number two. Madonna starred in this 1990 movie alongside Warren Beatty and Al Pacino based on a 1930s comic. That indeed is Dick Tracy. Yes. Nicely done. Did you guys get it? We got, we got Dick Tracy, yeah. Okay. Both got that one. We will move to the second one. Her uh, starring film debut came in this 1985 movie opposite Rosanna Arquette. Yes, indeed, Donna. That is Desperately Seeking Susan. Yeah! Woo! Donna takes a two to one lead. What did they, they say? They uh, the s- Rosanna Chronicles. The Rosanna Chronicles, and then he changed it to like a prayer. Okay. Right. Uh, both incorrect. We'll both move on wrong. to the first yeah. one. 
Her debut self-titled album peaked at number eight, but her sophomore album was the first of nine number ones. What was that second album called? The correct answer is like... A prayer. A... Virgin. Virgin. Like a virgin yes! prayer. Steve got it correct. Son of a gun. Oh my goodness, what a swing Son of a in gun. the dark. Oh my word. So that swing in the dark gives you that correct one, which means we're tied two to two. Oh my gosh. Wow. Wow. I'm scared now. I've always been scared. I should not lose this game. I should not win this game. Correct. <laughs> By the way, 15 to 14, if Steve gets the win here today, we'll uh, all be knotted up. Come on. Alan, you get an opportunity to help Steve do just that. Are you back with us? Yes. All right. I'm going to start reading this tie-breaking question. Whenever you think you know the answer, yell out your name. I will stop reading the question. If you get it right, you win. If you get it wrong, your opponent gets to hear the remainder of the question. Are the three of you ready? Yes. We're ready. Let's go. All right, let's go indeed. Tie-breaking question, Madonna, our theme today. Sharing its name with a yet-to-be-released indie teen coming-of-age comedy drama film, Mm -hmm. Madonna's first band was named this. Mm. The movie starred Judd Nelson, Mm. Anthony Michael Hall, Donna. Donna. Oh, Alan was close there. Oh, it was close. Mm. Mm. Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. Breakfast Club is the correct answer. Yes! Alan, is that what you were going to say? Yes. Honestly? Yes. We might have to go to the replay. We might have to play that tape back. We might have to go to the replay. Okay. We're not going to be able to do it right now. No, that's exactly. Yeah, you're going to do it. We might have to go to the replay. Oh, man. That was close. Well, for what right now, I'll take the win. Yeah, you'll that's take the win that's right fair. Now. Yeah, this is like uh, Mike. It's like a call in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Whatever that was a call on the field, and now there has to be enough evidence to overturn the call. Oh, New York is calling right now. I oh, okay. Go review, all right, so, he's about yeah. to go under the hood. Okay. <laughs> all right, Alan, stay on the line there. We'll uh, just talk to you. We'll just have you here with us. You know what I mean? <laughs> all right, Steve. In the meantime, very quickly, you want to give us a tip? Yeah, I do have a quick tip. Okay, time for a tip. Do 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 do. Bing ding ding ding. ding. There you go. Um, I didn't know this. Ziploc bags, according to Ziploc, are supposed to be reused. Stop it. According to Ziploc, this ain't some TikToker who's saying, "I know that I figured out you could." This is Ziploc. A representative for will he say it again? Ziploc (laughs) says each bag should be reused, quote, several times. Because Ziploc brand bags are made with high-quality, recyclable materials that are strong enough to be used again. Okay. They recommend hand-washing them like a pilgrim with soap and water and then air-drying them. I think a lot of old-school, like, 50s and 60s moms do this. There are instances where you should just toss them. Like when they've held raw meat, fish, eggs, allergy-triggering foods, or when something is spoiled. Basically, anytime it's a food safety issue. But there's just and there could be some clingy sauces too. But Ziploc is saying, "Hey, you can reuse our Ziploc bags." With Thank that, you, Steve. We turn it now back to the game maker. Game, hey, the game maker, Mike. Hi, Mike. After uh, further review, the ruling on the field is overturned. Stands. Now, I admit, Donna's obviously a little bit louder. We can listen back to it. I can. This is, this is full transparency, or transparency here. Uh, she's a little louder 
But I do hear exactly when Alan comes in, and it's right after the okay. duh. So let's hear let's hear this again. Are you ready? Yes. We're ready. Let's go. All right. Yet to be released indie team named this. Mm. The movie starred Judd Nelson, mm. Anthony Michael Hall, Donna. Donna. Oh, Anthony mm. Michael Hall, Donna. Donson, mm. Anthony Michael Hall, Donna. Donna. Donson. There's a da before the oh, mm. and I'm that's, giving it. That's a photo or finish. We have to just say it's inconclusive, and the call in the field stands. No, yeah, I think One Donna gets other. it. There's not enough evidence to overturn nope. it. Nope. You know it's what that cl- means? What's that mean? That means it's a double tie. That's not how math works, Alan. I love you. Yeah, You're one of yeah, my best friends. Yeah. I follow well, you. You got another one for us? No. Alan, <laughs> Donna followed you. That's your prize today. Be happy yeah. about it. And you know what? It'd be nice, Alan, frankly, if you wrote a poem about us at this point. I can do that for you. Yeah, of course you oh could. My God. Yes, it's World Radio Day. Come on, Alan. Yeah, write us it a poem. Radio Day. I will dedicate a post to you guys. Okay, Thank we you. love that. All right, awesome. Thank you for listening, Alan. We love you. All right, good job, Mike. Thank you. Close, <laughs> great job, you. <laughs> Thank you. Close one, Donna. Wow, that was fun. Manischewitz. When we come back, we've got some news in the world of music and television. Katy Perry makes a big announcement. Yes, and another Kate makes a big announcement. It's the Kate Block. It's next on my talk. Hey guys, it's Donna for my new friends over at Energy Savers Fireplaces. I was just reading an, a review from someone named Barbara who said that her experience with Energy Savers has been great from the first day she walked into the showroom just to look at wood stoves through to every step of the install. She said they even notified me when a sale was going on that I was able to take advantage of before I purchased. She says, I love my new stove and I would highly recommend this company. Energy Savers Fireplaces has great designs that you will absolutely love. And oh, speaking of sales, Energy Savers Fireplaces winter sale is still going on. You could save up to $1,000 off on their in-stock sale. And up to $600 on their Hearthstone wood stove sale. Plus, you can get 30% tax credit up to $2,000 on select wood burning stoves. Find more today at EnergySaversFireplaces.com. Thank you for joining us today. It's Donna and Steve. Hey, everybody. Sorry. World Radio Day, everybody. We're doing a radio show right now. Donna used to do one. At a country radio station that's since gone under. I heard. <laughs> yes, no. <laughs> I may have been reading about the wrong one. I found it a uh, an Instagram um, site called Decaying Midwest. Hmm. It just popped up in my reels, but it was a guy exploring Gary, Indiana, which, according to him, is like one of the most abandoned cities in the country. Really? Yes. And he does this minute long video of him just going through and looking at all of these old. Concert venues, um, homes, schools that are just abandoned. Hmm. It's very weird. Looking at abandoned things does something to me. What do you think it does to you? It makes me very aware of the dissonance of seeing a place where memories were ripe and then seeing it abandoned and... Sometimes vines and weeds growing inside of malls. Huh. There's just like, a, no, but this used to be 
where it's like this melancholy oh. nostalgia sandwich wow. but i'm not hungry you know what i mean wow when's your book come out what would you write on the back of my book as a quote back in the day when memories were ripe <laughs> don that's the first time i've used the word ripe like that and you knew i was insecure about it and now you're making me feel <laughs> awfully vulnerable Like a ripe fruit. Like it's in season. It's very well placed. Some people also say, ooh, it smells ripe in here. Oh, I don't like that. Well, because that is... Bad ripe. Referencing stinky body odor, stuff like that. Speaking of body odor, did you get that thing checked out or no? Ah. Off air, off air. (laughs) We'll do it off air. You're so funny. All right. I have a story. I'm going to go first. Okay. This is the Kate segment of the program today. Kate McKinnon is going to release a debut novel in October. The book is called The Millicent Quibb School of Etiquette for Young Ladies of Mad Science. (laughs) Oh my God, it just sounds so fun. That's funny. It's going to be the first of an upcoming uh, middle grade series. Okay, so it is about... um, so it's about it centers on the sisters called the Porch Sisters, Gertrude, Eugenia, and Dee Dee. I've called you a Porch Lady before. I know it's, this is wonderful. Oh my god, it's like we manifested it. She said, "I wanted to write the kind of book that I would have loved reading when I was younger, when I was eating honeysuckle on the playground and collecting bugs and falling in love with the natural world." So she's had these this idea in her head for a long time about these characters, and uh, it's going to be an illustrated book. She drafted a lot of the artwork herself, but you know she did end up hiring a an illustrator. But it, it just sounds like it's going to be one of many books. That's cool. I like That's the word honeysuckle. The Millicent Quibb School of Etiquette. Oh my gosh, etiquette for young ladies of mad science. That's just funny. It's a mouthful. Clearly, but it's funny. I could just see an SNL character saying that. Her saying that. Thank you. Anyway. Other Kate news. Kate Perry, otherwise known as Katy Perry, reveals she is leaving American Idol. She says, I want to see the world and maybe bring new music. She was on with Kimmel last night. The 39-year-old Katy Perry said, I think this probably will be my last show, my last season for Idol. I mean, I love Idol so much. It's connected me with the heart of America. But I feel like I need to go out and feel that pulse to my own beat. You know what I'm saying, Jimmy? Winking at the host. Uh, And then he asked, well, wait, do Luke and Lionel know? And she said, well, they'll find out tonight. (laughs) She's kidding. They, uh, They knew that she had been in the studio more and so uh, they figure, look, all right, she's she's planning on doing some stuff. She said, I love the show so much, but I want to go see the world, maybe bring new music. Sounds like there's new music and a tour that's going to be in Okay, the plans. it's time. It's definitely time for her to get back out there and give us some new stuff. Who do you think should replace her? And then uh, Mike has a Kate story as well. Uh, let's see here. Who could replace her? You know, you could uh, you could steal from The Voice... That's not off limits, right? What if you went for um, Ariana Grande? I don't like that. Okay. 
What if you went for a Reba McIntyre? I don't like that. All right, because, you know, Lionel's 74, Lucas 47, Katy Perry 39. So if you're trying to get an age diversity there. How about a Post Malone? Uh, I don't think that has long-term viability. How about Ed Sheeran? Uh, now we're doing three boys here, Donna. You are Ken. You are the problem with America, Mike. How about somebody else kind of getting back into the light recently? Christina Aguilera. Oh, she also was on coming the from the voice, but uh, she would be a nice fit, I think. You know, three, kind I of think trying to get she back would into work. It. I think that would work. She could do it. She could do it. I don't love it, but she could do it. Um, you need someone with a lot of personality. All right, let me ask this. Let me ask this. You know who would be great, Wait, Michael I, Bublé? Go ahead. Okay, again. I know, it's the a fact man. Okay. You hate it's a women so much. It's amazing <laughs> right, to me how much you're anti-women. Um, I know it could never happen, but what if ABC said, instead of the $20 million that Katie's making, we're going to give $50 million to Taylor Swift? Swing for the fences. You have to. I love it. $50 million. And if she says, nope, make it 75 say Yes. And then you have her there, and maybe it's only one season. But you would, hell, she could be worth $100 million. You bring all of the Swifties' attention there. I love it. She would do great with Lionel and Luke, but I think it's going to cost $100 million. I don't think she needs the money or would keep the money. What are you, nuts? (laughs) Do you know how much money that woman made like last year alone? Do you think that once people get rich, they just no longer find uses for their money? No, I'm just saying. If she got $100 million, she's not sending it all to the Salvation Army, Donna. I'm sorry. Why do you hate the Salvation Army? (laughs) (laughs) You're the one who was trying to kill dogs earlier at Petco. More or you less. Know what? Mike is. We're out of time. Mike, what's the Kate Winslet story? Uh, fine. Uh, she hated uh, fame so much after Titanic, she decided to only take smaller roles. That makes huh. sense. I think Instead people, of going the. She says her life was ruined after Titanic. Didn't want to be the big A list movie star. Exactly. I Three think Kate stories smart. in one segment. You're welcome, everybody. You're welcome. We'll take a break. When we come back, a dirt alert. Hold on to your hat.